Welcome to Reflect the Life You Want, where we talk about not only how to survive, but to thrive. I'm your host, Tim Howard, man school strategist, former Army officer, successful Homes for Heroes real estate agent. This show will focus on living a life of greatness, of wholeness and completeness. This show will be talking about our dreams, our goals, and how to go about creating them. So join me to learn how to reflect and design the life you want to live. Hello, this is Tim Howard, the host of Reflect the Life You Want. And as I'm getting ready to start this podcast, I just want to remind people, if you want to connect and learn more about the Mirror Book Project or the Man School Coaching, you can reach out to me, Tim Howard, The Mirror, on Instagram or find me on LinkedIn or on Facebook. But I am especially excited to have as a special guest today of the show, Natalie English, Wilmington Chamber of Commerce CEO. Thank you, Tim. It's glad, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it's an honor to have you. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to come and share some of your time with us and our listening audience. I'm honored to be invited. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's a blessing to have you here. So what I like to do normally at the start of the show is do a little introduction and uh, allow you to tell us about yourself. You and I first connected when you first came to town as the new chamber president. I think we were at a maybe a ribbon cutting ceremony downtown and met there and have continued to see each other around town and different business events. So I'm grateful to have you in the leadership role you are for our city and really helping to grow business in the, this southeastern North Carolina. Thank you, Tim. That's uh, four and a half years ago yeah. that I moved here for this role. So yeah. I'm glad so, to be in it. So you came here from Charlotte. Can you share a little bit about kind of your personal sure, history and your to. professional background? Yeah, so I'm a North Carolina native, and I've never lived outside North Carolina. Wow. So I was born uh, in the Charlotte region because my parents were there at the time. Uh, out, out, I'm a twin. Uh, okay. uh, uh, my twin is fraternal but a girl, uh -huh. and we are almost polar opposites in everything. Wow. We don't really look a lot alike, but um, but it's been fun to grow up with someone um, that close because we do have that intuition that they yeah. talk about with twins, so that's fun. Um, but I grew up in, and I call my, uh, my hometown Roanoke Rapids in okay. Halifax County, which mm -hmm. is one of the fifth most poor rural counties in the state of North Carolina. Mm -hmm. I was fortunate to be given a scholarship from the local paper mill to major in chemical engineering and pulp and paper at NC State University. <laughs> <laughs> I took it and ran. I'm one of five girls, my, a blended family, uh, five girls. And so my parents would not have been able to send us all to college. And yeah. so I ran with that scholarship as fast as I could to Raleigh. Uh, to a year and a half into my chemical engineering studies, I looked around the room and said, hmm, I don't know if I want to be in a lab <laughs> for the rest of my life. It didn't quite fit my personality. Yeah. And um, in high school, I had worked for my father. He was a general manager of uh, a conglomerate. I call that, I put quotations around that because it was a small conglomerate of radio and TV stations in the, the region around Halifax County. And so I had DJed, I had reported on the news, I had recorded um, advertising. And my most fun part of that was I had actually been a color commentary for the local high school sports and uh. the dirt racetrack. So my <laughs> dad would do the play-by-play -play and I got to do the color and it was so much fun. 
And so I started to contemplate a change in, cur in uh, curriculum to a communications degree, um, bit the bullet and did it, lost my scholarship. I was going to say, you probably <laughs> lost a scholarship from the paper. Yes, and it was a full scholarship. So uh. I had to, um, I, I then picked up odd jobs. So I worked on campus uh, in every little job I could find. I worked in retail. And then I finally was able to land a job at North Carolina Public Television. Mm. At the time, they did a nightly news show on the legislature. And so I went to work for it. I did whatever they would let me do so that I could learn the TV business because I was going to be a TV reporter. Oh, that was the goal. That was your dream. And, um, and they gave me so many opportunities. They were fantastic at um, teaching me and then letting me do things. And I'll never forget the opportunities I had to see myself on TV. Oh. Um, it was just, it, at that time, at that age, it was shocking and mind-boggling that I was on your TV. Your dad and mom were probably really <laughs> proud. They were. My dad was still crying that I gave up the scholarship that he thought would allow me to make tons and tons of money, money as an yeah. engineer. But but, um, but yes, it was great. And, and so that exposed me to uh, the lawmaking process. And, mm -hmm. I've, and I realized I'm really a policy geek. Actually, I'm a geek all the way around, <laughs> which is how I got that scholarship. I was really good at math and science. I'm a very studious. My top strength in strength finders is learning. I didn't okay. know all of this back then, but yeah. now I can reflect as I've learned it's more. It's in my top five, too. Is it? That's yeah. so funny. Uh, so so it's not surprising to me that that legislative process mm -hmm. and, and the policy making was something that I, I gravitated towards. And so resonated with you. It did. And so when I graduated, I looked for jobs as a TV reporter, but it was one of the small recessions, 1989, and there wasn't a TV job to mm -hmm. be had. Mm -hmm. And so I sort of fell into the job of assistant to a lobbyist for National Federation of Independent Business oh, wow. in Raleigh. And it was a two-person office, so it was just the two of us. I learned a lot from her about what lobbying was all about. Mm -hmm. um, she let me do the newsletters for them. And, and I think most critically, I learned the issues that matter, especially to small businesses yeah. at, in that job. And then from there, just progressed. I had a job at a law firm following that where I had multiple clients. One of those clients was an association of chemical manufacturers in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. They recruited me from the law firm to be their lobbyist only. So I did that for several years. And then the Charlotte Chamber was looking for a full-time, they called it gavel-to-gavel -gavel coverage of the General Assembly, <laughs> governmental affairs staff person. And um, when I went in for my first interview, the CEO, the then CEO, said, so Natalie, are you a Democrat or a Republican? Uh. And I said, well... First of all, I don't think you're legally allowed to ask me that question, or at mm -hmm. least I'm not required to answer it. And so this is my answer. I said, Jim Black, who was a Democrat, thinks I'm a Democrat, and Ed McMahon, who is a Republican, thinks I'm a Republican. And so I hope that's good enough. And that's where <laughs> I left it. And um, and that's been sort of the mantra to, to who I am. Um, I've tried to make sure I build relationships, even with people um, that have different opinions, different issues, different concerns, different perspectives for sure. I think mm -hmm. it makes me a more well-rounded person and I really pride myself on being open-minded to the other side of the issue yeah. um, so that I can be a better lobbyist because I, I define lobbyist as educator and salesperson mm -hmm. combined. I'm educating the, the voter, that, mm -hmm. that whether it's an elected official or the population voting on a ballot issue, mm -hmm. I want to educate them and then I want to sell them on the why I'm I'm on that side. Yeah, because he, yes, yeah. yes, and um, I love that. And that, but that job at the Chemical Manufacturers Association and then the Charlotte Chamber helped me solidify what I believe, truly believe, is my calling in life, and that is to 
better my community from a position that allows me to, to build upon connections between business people mm -hmm. and uh, institutions and other uh, organizations, other in nonprofit organizations, uh, and, and business to business in mm -hmm. order to advance their own success. And mm -hmm. so it led to the vision here at the Wilmington Chamber to promote prosperity by cultivating business growth. Mm -hmm. But so I was in Charlotte for 20 years. I left briefly. I was recruited to the corporate side as the manager of governmental affairs for North Carolina for Goodrich Corporation and to manage the foundation mm -hmm. at Goodrich Corporation, which gave me yet another set of skills um, that were I brought to bear in, in 2016 when I was being interviewed for this position. Here at the chamber. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah, well, I, I, I think it's cool that you have identified and that you really understand what is your unique calling <laughs> and gift and what those talents are that you have to share with the world. And that's one of the concepts we teach in the coaching in the man school and mm -hmm. the woman's school with my co-author Maria Spears of the the mirror book project but s a lot of people never really discover that for themselves and they go around through life struggling or not really living out their dreams because they haven't been able to express it sure I've been given phenomenal opportunities to do that mm -hmm. through leadership programs leadership Charlotte there's um, uh, American Leadership Forum in the Charlotte region that's actually bigger than Charlotte and it brings people from across the region. That's where I did Strength Founders the first time. Mm -hmm. uh, other assessments, DISC and Myers-Briggs and yeah. um, Forte in our community. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I've done another one recently that I find intriguing as well. And, and then also 360 evaluations yes. throughout my career and that learning that is in my top five is mm -hmm. coupled with self-aware in my top five. Yeah. Um, so I'm very self-aware and want to be even more so, right? Yes. So I, I, while it may sting a little bit to find out someone perceives me a little more negatively than I would like, mm -hmm. I see it as an opportunity to, to, to address that and to not to be different because I am who God made me to be, mm -hmm. but to present differently maybe to someone yeah. who can't handle the very passionate, excitable, communicative, <laughs> direct person that I am yeah. naturally to yeah. be. So. Yeah, well, I think, uh, as you said, we're created to be who we are, and that is that is our unique calling and purpose. My second master's degree is in kind of applied behavioral science, so we spent a lot of time, you talked about that self-awareness, mm -hmm. you know, kind of the emotional intelligence aspect of really understanding who am I, mm -hmm. And then how do I show up in the world and sure. how do I become more effective as a leader mm -hmm. was uh, that process I went through. And that's a principle we we really dive into with the woman's school and the man's school. You've listened to my co-author, mm -hmm. Maria Spears, one of the episodes we were talking about before the show. of Take the gold and leave the dirt, yes. you know, and how to take yes. from everybody we interact with. There may mm -hmm. be something very powerful that yes. we can learn from if we have that s sense of humility towards the other person. Well, and I think, you know, we all, we all have baggage. Mm -hmm. Even the most privileged people on this earth bring baggage to the next day. Yes. And if we let that baggage or that dirt um, frame who we think we are, mm -hmm. it just holds us back. Mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's a learning experience. Mm -hmm. And not everybody who helped us gain that baggage did it with good intentions. Right. And being able to figure out who, who is, um, has the good intentions when they want to 
dump something on my shoulders yeah. and and who's doing it because they just maybe they have their own self-awareness right. <laughs> issues and it's hard sometimes to discern that but um mm-hmm. but um again learning from that that dirt mm-hmm. um but then leaving it behind nobody yeah. it's too heavy <laughs> yeah absolutely well you have a son also i do yeah. the love of my life yeah. he's yeah. he just turned 17 last month he's a, a rising senior yeah. at hoggard he's um, loves football, so we still have season tickets to the Panthers games. Okay, he's driving himself, so of course he is as he thinks as independent yeah. as he wants to be. But yeah. I still have my claws in him as long as I need to <laughs> to help guide him. But he was at he's working at Jungle Rapids this summer, cool. which I love for him, and he's having fun. And yesterday, Robbie Collins stopped by the lawyer in yeah, town. He I and I um, um, have gotten to know each other over the last four years or so, and. Um, so Rob, he texted me and said, do you know Robbie Collins? Robbie messaged me on Facebook and said, I met your son today. And Robbie said he was very mature. He was very uh, open and accommodating. I really enjoyed talking to him. You've done a great job. And if if I my child leaves my home um, and, and also carries forward with his future children, that respect for all people mm-hmm. is important, that, um, that, 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 that personality that, that in, engages mm-hmm. other people mm-hmm. are the things that will, will make you successful in life. I will be, I will die a happy woman. You'll be a proud mom. I will. Yeah. The, my co-author Maria Spears, she talks about, uh, this concept that in each interaction we have with one another, just like right now is gift. Mm-hmm. And our focus should be within that interaction is how do we encourage, how do we inspire, how do we elevate the other person? So when they walk away, just like Robbie walking away from your son is impacted in a positive way. He took the time to share with you what a great son you've raised. He and did. then did the impact of you and the, the gratitude. And it impacted my son. He came oh, home yeah. last night very proud of himself. So yeah. He told me that Robbie told him he was a better public speaker than me. <laughs> I told Rick, I said, I doubt that, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, that's all, you, you go ahead and feel that way about yourself. Uh, that's really cool, though. That's a great. Thank you for sharing thank that you little for experience. Listening. That yeah. is really cool. So we were talking about before the show, the acrostic reflect which is the theme of the Mirror Book Project and the, the, the title of this podcast is what within that acrostic really resonated with you when mm-hmm. I shared those ideas with you. Mm-hmm. And you were saying that the, the second E, the energize your thoughts towards that which you intend to be, was the one that really spoke the most to you. So I was curious about why and what you'd want to share with our listeners as it relates to that. The why is that I have found when I've had a goal Mm-hmm. to achieve, whether it was imposed upon me or it was one that I came up with on my own, really thinking uh, about about being there mm-hmm. and getting energized around what will it look like when I'm there. Mm-hmm. And and I guess it plays into some of the others as well yeah. in that, that viewing the happiness that you'll have when you get there. But yeah. for me, it's really energizing. Uh, and there's an adage about, you know, dress for the job you want, not mm-hmm. the job you have. Yes. And, and so um, that has been in the back of my mind my whole career. And when I hear other people say it, I go, yes, they get it. Mm-hmm. Energize where you want to be. And part of that is how you present yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, part of that is the plan. What do I need to do mm-hmm. to achieve that? And how do I energize myself to to take those steps? I'm really good at identifying this this thing, whether it's it's my goal mm-hmm. or whether it's a, a, a goal for the community. Who are the people 
and what are the things that need to be done and then what does that path look like so i love to do that and that's a powerful skill to be able to see the end state and then what are the steps working backwards Futuristic from is where in we my are top five. Yeah. <laughs> and strategic you got, is in my top yes, five <laughs> you got some great strengths well you touched upon another one of the themes of the the mm-hmm. reflector crossover feel now yes what you imagine it will be been and the intent behind that is like it's like from a faith standpoint it's like claiming that in the future now and praying for that but mm-hmm. on a personal level it's like how do we bring that emotion that that powerful why that we have that energizes us towards you know maybe some really big goal for the city mm-hmm. or the region that you're working on to get the support from the legislative yes. body or local businesses but creating that excitement that you have within you amongst others and imparting that so pe- other people get behind your vision. Yes. it's And, you know, um, and, and for everybody, I think that it's uh, that sadness and unhappiness um, that what are some other uh, – but those ends of the spectrum, they're actually heavier. Mm. Um, and you know, there's scientific research that says – it's it's it takes more strength or muscles to frown yes. than it does to smile, right? And if you think about, I actually write about that in the book. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, we should have written it together too. Um, and so the the, the whole the, the idea that when you walk on the street, that when you smile, you never know how it will impact someone yes. else. And so I try to think about all, but so all of those things, it's harder to be mad or sad yeah. or upset. It's yes. just harder, and it's and it reflects poorly on other people when you're in that state and so if you can find that way even though there are things the baggage we talked about earlier Mm -hmm. that might make you sad or mad Mm -hmm. try to try to again leave the dirt behind Mm -hmm. and think about that gold and that happiness state because it'll make you more equipped to identify your strategy to get to that place i believe Mm -hmm. yeah i think you're absolutely right I'm thinking you and Maria would really enjoy a great conversation (laughs) about that together. So I'm imagining, you know, you coming into the role as the CEO of the Wilmington Chamber of Commerce four and a half years ago. I imagine in this space and area, you've learned a tremendous amount. I have. And I'm imagining there's a like there's probably issues and things right now that are very important to you that you're working on. I'm wondering what, what, what you've learned or, or what's something that you're really passionate about right now that you'd like other people to get passionate about for you in the chamber. I think um, I am extremely passionate about the opportunity we have in Wilmington to grow um, our economy. Mm-hmm. And, and because not only because I represent business and I want business owners to grow their own wealth, mm-hmm. but I know that if businesses grow, jobs increase, wages increase, mm-hmm. and people have more access to their own wealth. Yes. And so I am over the moon excited about the opportunities we have in this community. Mm-hmm. We already know uh, census, uh, not the current census, because it just came out yesterday and I haven't had a chance to study it <laughs> as much as I want to, but we know projections show us doubling in size by 2050. Wow. And the region. Yeah. And, and so as we do that, how do we grow in a way that those people are coming. What are they going to do for a living? Where are they going to live? Where are they going to recreate? Mm-hmm. And how do we protect our natural resources through yeah. all of that? Yeah. And so I'm excited because I know we have the people in this community who will work 
to do all of those things, mm-hmm. create affordable living uh, in in places while also creating pathways to prosperity through education and training. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited and mm-hmm. I want our whole community. And I understand this was a beautiful place when I got here four and a half years ago. And there are days when I see a stoplight that makes me slow down mm-hmm. that wasn't there before that I say, really, did we have to do that? Yes, we did, because it actually helps connectivity. It helps somebody else be safe. And so I try to accept the change that might have a negative impact mm-hmm. on me and try to see the good of it. And that's what I want to encourage our community is to understand that change is coming whether we want it to whether we try to stop it, it's coming, growth is coming, and and to come to the table and to be a part of the conversation to ensure that those things that we do love and need, um, good natural resources, clean air and clean water, our beaches and our river are a part of the draw. Those have to remain uh, well cared for. Um, and people are coming and it's going to make us a better community in the end. It's going to be hard for people who were born here yeah. A long time ago. Or people who chose to retire here because of the way it looked in a, a point in time. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would like to encourage mm-hmm. people to do. Well, I'm thinking about it, tying back to the reflect acrostic is, is each day reflect on what you're grateful for. And when I hear in your voice what you're saying, you know, you, you say the word around have to versus get to. Mm-hmm. Right. When mm-hmm. that stop light that's mm-hmm. there now that wasn't there before, but having that gratitude and that kind of abundance mindset Mm -hmm. just kind of seems to be hardwired within you. I think it is. I, you know, I remember, um, living in a, um, a life of abundance, the book that came out. And I remember before it came out thinking, I don't know what that means. And then as I read it, I went, well, duh, (laughs) of course we need to do, you know, um, and yet I loved that book because I do think it's hardwired. Um, like many people, I've been through a lot in Mm -hmm. my life personally and Mm -hmm. professionally, Mm -hmm. really hard things. And it would be very easy to, to curl up in a corner at mm-hmm. times and even for forever and just give up. And, mm-hmm. and, um, and there've been a couple of instances in my life where it felt like that was the only option. Mm. I got, got through them within time to, to get back to my uh, life of abundance. And, and, and that way I normally feel it didn't take me as long as it might take someone not hardwired that way. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a much easier way to live. And it's not Pollyanna. It's yeah. not. Some people Some people will tease me and call me a Pollyanna. I'm not. I'm a realist, mm-hmm. but I'm a positive realist. Yeah. Well, that sense of optimism that you exude impacts everybody you interact with. <laughs> Good. So I think, I, th- I think absolutely your, your role as a leader in the community, but just what I know of you as a person, it's like, yeah, that's, that's who you are. You yeah. show up with enthusiasm and encouraging others. And I was thinking about what is the tagline for the chamber it relates to prosperity? It does. It's we position the community for prosperity yeah. by cultivating business growth. Yeah. And what I think about is you're helping to create that prosperity by how you show up, by right. the position you take as a person, as an individual, a very influential leader locally has a spillover effect. To every other business leader here in town. Good. So you're doing an awesome job with that. And we're surrounded by a great team. Our, our executive committee, our board, yeah. past members of the board and past chairs, um, other business leaders. And then our, I can't um, I can't uh, reflect 
enough on how fantastic our city and county partners are, mm -hmm. elected and staff, that, mm -hmm. that they have similar visions for what our community can be, mm -hmm. and they want to work with us. And we're having a lot of fun doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything specific in the community right now that either you'd want people to know about mm -hmm. or you're energized about or something that you'd want people to tune into to get behind something that's important to us as a region? Sure. I think, I do think it, um, right now, the most um, urgent, I guess, is the mm -hmm. word I'll use because of the timing of it, mm -hmm. has to do with Project Grace. And just a few blocks from where you and I are sitting, this mm -hmm. opportunity to transform a piece of property that's owned by the county. Mm -hmm. There's some resistance mm -hmm. to change, certainly, and some frustration and a belief that the project will uh, will negatively impact our library and our museum. Mm. I don't believe so. I've reviewed plans. I've had conversations with the developer and the architect and county staff. Mm. Um, I believe it's a phenomenal public-private partnership that will actually make those two county assets tremendously better for mm. our citizens and our visitors. Mm -hmm. And there'll be better experiences and they will contribute again to that kind of growth mm -hmm. that's going to come. And if we set it up in a way that that it encourages the, the growth to see and, mm -hmm. in, and then in turn invest in mm -hmm. the community when they get here or while they're here, mm -hmm. then I think we'll be better off. So, so that's the urgent one. And it's, it's a, it's a small yet big example. Mm -hmm. Another is, um, the, a newfound, um, partnership around how we support business in in our community mm -hmm. we've had a phenomenal economic development organization wilmington business development mm -hmm. i think for over 50 years i don't quote me on that it might even be more it might mm -hmm. even be less but i think it's more than 50 years mm -hmm. they've done a super job of telling companies outside our region who we are what we have to offer and recruiting those companies and their jobs to mm -hmm. this region, GE and Corning, mm -hmm. Live Oak Bank, the, mm -hmm. just it, the list goes on from back then to now. Yeah. And we've done a great job of creating some infrastructure on the entrepreneur and startup side with our CIE and now Genesis Block, doing yeah. a super job in that space. Tracy and Gerard. Yeah, they're yeah. fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, they call each other Twin Flame. I joked yeah. with them. Um, I joked with them a couple weeks ago while they're off on their um, anniversary celebration yeah. this week. I joked with them that we might have to start calling it a Triple Flame because there are some days when I feel like we are on the same page. Um, <laughs> Tracy said, what? <laughs> um, but um, so, but there's this space in between. We have, and, and we are um, a community of the size that we have a lot of in-between, in-between mm -hmm. startup entrepreneur and large employer. Yeah. Um, and, and, and we're not taking care of them well enough unless they're a chamber member or they're mm -hmm. a member of Wilmington Downtown Inc. or they're mm -hmm. an investor in Wilmington Business Development or unless they face this huge problem and they need they they know to to, to yell out right mm -hmm. so there's this number there's hundreds of businesses in New Hanover County that um, would benefit from the question so how how's business mm -hmm. what can we do to help you mm -hmm. because if we're not careful and they continue on their growth trajectory they become a target for another community yeah to come recruit to their community right so I'm really proud of um, the, the fact that the county commission in their recent budget invested in a small business attraction, retention, and expansion position. Mm -hmm. So someone to pay attention to our small businesses between mm -hmm. two and 25, five million in revenue, one mm -hmm. to five million in revenue, um, with, with more than just a startup 
right, the, some proof of, of, of success, yeah. right, that they can prove. It's always like the 80% mm -hmm. in the middle that mm -hmm. yes. everybody's not thinking about. Exactly. And so um, they, they decided to fund that program, and, and they asked if the chamber would house that program. So I'm certainly proud of that part, and that mm -hmm. goes back to those relationships. Yeah. But I'm really proud that we're going to create programming in this community that will pay close attention to our smaller businesses and ensure that that they have access to what they need to grow. Uh, it could be it could be infrastructure related. I've I've helped businesses in the Charlotte region with stoplights. It could be um, a misunderstanding of of an interpretation of a regulation. Right? Uh, there was a client of mine in the Charlotte region that was had an astronomical water bill and didn't know who to ask about it. I showed up. They asked me. So when we ran it mm -hmm. up the flagpole at Charlotte Water. They ended up getting an over million dollar check refund on mm. their water bill. Um, I don't know that there are very many of those. I certainly hope not that many people <laughs> have been paying that much more than they should. But but if they don't know who to ask and nobody ever shows up, yeah. then they just don't ask. Mm. And maybe they then get they get disappointed and mm. decide to leave. And we can we can prevent that. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about that initiative. So we got Project Grace yes. and maybe we can show a little more grace to businesses <laughs> in the community that maybe that are uh, underlooked that's or underappreciated. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, that's good. I think we don't even know yeah. the kind of businesses we have here doing amazing work. In mm. just the last couple of months, I've been exposed to a couple of just at the end of startup phase. These two businesses in particular that, that are close to the end of their startup phase. Mm -hmm. Really good. And they're about to see a growth trajectory that you don't see in in many industries right That's exciting and it is very exciting we're we're going to see some significant growth in that space mm -hmm. um and i believe there are some already in that space that we don't even know are here i yeah. hear about those as well i don't need them to all join the chamber it would be fantastic because mm -hmm. the investment lets us do even more to mm -hmm. help grow the economy um but i want them to all grow and to be happy here yeah yeah well i think uh Membership in the chamber is important, and I, I think it, it demonstrates a commitment to the community, and it also avails yourself of being aware of everything that's going on by, mm -hmm. by plugging in and being intentional about doing that and taking advantage of those. As you know, I do a lot of networking. Yes, and you do. the chambers have been one, mm -hmm. one of those areas that I've spent a lot of time with. Good. So we've been talking about energize your thoughts towards what you intend to be. I want to shift more to more on a personal level if you're open to doing that. And uh, we talked about this, you know, this acrostic reflect the life that you want. If you were to think about what is it for yourself in your own life right now, Natalie English, that you're working on to reflect more of the life that you want, what would that be? So I am um, getting to that empty nester mm -hmm. place in my life as mm -hmm. I help my son prepare for mm -hmm. college. Mm -hmm hopefully next year. And so I am investing a lot in, in building my personal network better mm -hmm. than I have. I've surrounded and I have the most amazing friends who, who have helped me raise him as mm -hmm. I am a single parent. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and they've been um, mom number two and dad number two and um, helped me discipline him and helped me guide him and I'm grateful mm -hmm. for all of that and they will forever be my friends because they're my my best friends right and um, it's time for me to cultivate some more friendships that um, 
that will allow me to get out and do some things for fun when I'm not watching him play football or yeah. driving him to his events or you know mm-hmm. those things that you do. And I, I made a decision uh, early in his life that as much as I love my work, work and he were really all I had time for and mm. and the things that fit into those things. So I have some great work friends mm-hmm. and, 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 and really grateful for them. And then I have these phenomenal friends that I built around the life I was trying to create for him. Mm-hmm. And that those won't change. Mm-hmm. And now it's okay for me to create some uh, friendships or some hobbies and things that are outside those two. Mm-hmm. I haven't felt like I had a lot of capacity for those two yeah. things, yeah. for anything but those two things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it relates back to the reflector caustic. It's kind of like love yourself mm-hmm. more and let others know you love them. Mm-hmm. So cultivating those personal relationships that support you, Natalie, yes. as an individual. Yeah. Awesome. Well, great. Well, you are a very accomplished businesswoman. And you've had a lot of impact on a lot of lives. And I'm imagining there's things that you've learned in life mm-hmm. that maybe some other young woman or some other young business leader or uh, elected official or uh, policymaker might benefit from your learning. So if there was like one, we talked about the nugget of, you know, mm-hmm. take the gold and mm-hmm. leave the dirt. If there was mm-hmm. like one thing that you've learned in life that you would want to impart with someone else to reflect more of the life that they want, what would that be? It would be to become more self-aware, okay. to truly spend time understanding um, your default person, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we all have a default person, mm-hmm. and then understand how you present, how that default person presents, mm-hmm. and then um, and then identify the exercises and the the opportunities you can take all of that knowledge mm-hmm. and 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 make yourself an even better version of yourself. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a lot of the focus. Uh, my co-author, Maria Spears, and I, and she's a strategist and mindset coach with the women's school, and I'm a strategist and mindset coach with the men's school, is really discovering who we are. And as we're on this journey of chasing these dreams and the goals that we have, really to focus on the journey. Mm-hmm. How do I become the best version of myself? Sure. And that to be the focus as opposed to whatever this summit goal is or the next one. Right. Don't lose sight mm-hmm. of who we are. Mm-hmm and who are becoming so we can be the best version of ourselves and make the maximum contribution in our lives towards others. So, Well, you've shared some uh, really cool stuff about what's been going on here locally in the community and some things that you're passionate about that need our support and also just on a personal level. It's been great to hear some of that from you. If people want to learn more about the chamber or learn more about um, how they get involved in supporting some of the things that you mentioned recently. Mm-hmm. What's the best way to do that? So our website address is wilmingtonchamber.org, mm-hmm. and all our com- our contact information is there. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's there's information about the, the events, the networking opportunities that mm-hmm. we have. There's a little bit of information about our advocacy work. Okay. Um, and then um, we have a weekly newsletter, as you know, that, um, mm-hmm. that allows a little bit more conversation each week about what the most recent advocacy work that we're doing. Mm-hmm. And and just for people that are listening to understand, um, every chamber is not the same. And so if you're a member of a small town chamber and all they do is plan uh, networking events, that's great. That's mm-hmm. a great version of a chamber and, import- and that part is important mm-hmm. for business growth. We do that. Yes. And we bring in speakers, whether they're professional development or education around a particular issue or a particular um, thing that's happening in our community, and we advocate. Mm -hmm. We spend time not only with the elected officials at the local, state, and federal level, 
but also with staffs at the local, state, and federal level. Mm-hmm. Uh, educating them on the business perspective, advocating with them on how to uh, affect policies, regulations, processes mm-hmm. uh, to, to uh, encourage business growth. And then we also advocate in our community. So yeah. when I talk about Project Grace, I am advocating that our community understand every aspect of what's going to happen on that block and not just what the people who don't want our library to go away. Mm-hmm. Because if they only listen to the negative mm-hmm. and they have only that perspective, then they will miss what what is what is going to happen on that property that is mm-hmm. going to be phenomenal and transformational for our downtown. Don't forget to take the gold. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And the hospital, the issue of what to do with the hospital that started in 2019 yeah. is an example. Yeah. There were a significant number of people who were opposed to even having the conversation from the beginning. And I respect their position. We at, at the chamber worked diligently right. to learn everything about it. We attended every a partnership advisory group meeting. We learned everything there was to learn. We then informed our membership and through the traditional media what we believed the facts were based on how they were presented to us. Mm-hmm. And then eventually the chamber board agreed to support the partnership with Novant Health that is going to result in transformational health care in the southeastern region of North Carolina, mm-hmm. as well as an endowment that is going to change New Hanover County for yeah. the better, yeah. their their mission, their vision is is and and the money is not rivaled by many mm-hmm. in many communities. And there's not a county in the country that Wouldn't has like access to. to the kind of endowment we are going to have access to once this it's it it gets up and running. Yeah, it will be powerful to it see the transformational effect of that in our local community. It will be. So. Yeah. Good on you for uh, leading that advocacy Thanks. and educating the public and our elected officials Thanks. and and business leaders too. So if people want to learn how to become a member of the mm-hmm. chamber, they can go to the Wilmington They can go chamber. to the website. They can email me english mm-hmm. at wilmingtonchamber.org and we can set up conversations and um but if they already know if i've sold them today that would be awesome (laughs) they can actually even join on the website without even talking to us yeah well i've been to some great events and i've been to some of those events where public policy and been discussed and people that have come in from outside to educate us and teach us new skills that have been beneficial. So I've absolutely benefited from being a member and participating in some of those events. So, well, it's been just a distinct pleasure to have you as a guest today, Natalie. Thank you. And, um, I look forward to seeing all the continued growth we see in the community. I look forward to seeing what you're growing as a person and stepping into those things that you want for yourself in life as you're in this transitional <laughs> phase with your son getting ready to go to college. <laughs> so that's exciting for you. I'm excited for him. Yeah, yeah. it's that. Yeah, I'm pushing the bird out of the nest, and I'm yeah. going to watch him fly. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> well. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you as a guest on Reflect the Life You Want, and I just encourage you to go out there and live a life of greatness. Thank you. Thank you.